Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Happy November, y'all. I cannot believe we only have two more months, 2022, but I will tell you, I've got some really awesome content coming out for you to support you through the end of the year as you prepare for next year. And today's episode, I'm sharing my end of the year trick. Okay. Now that I'm making you aware of this, you will all notice it. (laughs) But I guarantee you, you haven't really noticed before. My end of the year trick is something that I created in 2017 when I realized that I am a bear. And what I mean by that is that once October hits, I want to hibernate. I don't want to do anything. And this year is really interesting because every year previously, I have hosted my signature group program, Roadmap to Freedom, during this time. And so I would typically be taking a step back from creating content and showing up, showing my face all over the internet and all of those different things. But I was still, you know, showing up for my clients every single week um, through this group program. Well, this year, I didn't launch it in the fall because of some amazing travels. We are going to be opening the doors in January. More details to come on that and a chance for you to join the wait list. But this year, I don't have all of those calls. I don't have all of those things going on. And so the hibernation is real. It's very real. Um, And so if you're like me, And around this time of year, you get all up into the holiday spirit. You want to bake cookies. You want to sit by a bonfire and eat chili. You want to have amazing, you know, intimate conversations with your friends while all bundled up in a blanket. I get it. (laughs) I get it. You want to sleep in the whole shebang. But we know we've got to keep creating content. We have to keep showing up. We have to keep doing those things in order to drive our business forward. I know, I know you know, we talk about it a lot here on the podcast. How do you do that? How do you honor your desire slash desperate need (laughs) to go inward and hibernate while also showing up for your audience? It's all in repurposing. Yes, that's right. But we're going to talk specifically about how I use this little trick around this time every single year to repurpose old content that I know is going to do well and bring in new leads and potential sales for my business. So this is something that I recently explored with my clients inside of Brand Mary Academy. We had a Q4 content planning workshop, and I was sharing with them some of the tricks that I've used in the past. Because, you know, when we're talking about Q1, Q2, Q3, there is that element of repurposing, uh, something that we teach at Brand Mary where you have one core piece of content And then you're really pulling pieces of that to different platforms. So you might have one podcast, you're turning that podcast into a blog, you're then sharing that podcast on social media, you're emailing your list about it, you're putting that podcast on Pinterest, maybe you release a couple short form videos related to the podcast, right? 
that like weekly workflow of repurposing is kind of built into our structure. But the actual content that we're creating, that core content is new. It's fresh. It's something we haven't talked about before or, you know, or, or have created before. But again, if you're like me and you get to this time of the year, it's like, my brain stops working. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really have like a ton of motivation to write long blog posts, to record videos, anything like that. And so I really take my repurposing to a next level where I repurpose some of my best performing content from the year or years previous. And this is so important and has really, it's so much fun now. Like it's almost like a challenge to myself. Like how much can I repurpose? Normally I repurpose podcast episodes, um, YouTube videos, re-release blogs, all that stuff. This year I'm actually releasing new podcast episodes through the end of the year because I, I was feeling really inspired um, with with the data that we're seeing from the podcast and some really exciting things that I want to share with you, like the release of my very first product, which is coming soon, OMG. But normally I would even be repurposing these podcast episodes and sharing old, you know, recordings with you. And so it can get really, really fun to go through your old content, get in the habit of looking at the data, which is something we should all be doing as marketers anyway, and then finding fun ways to repurpose that so that you're not constantly coming up with new content during this time, having to write new things. And um, I'm going to walk you through how to do this, okay? Because I think number one, the the first fear that we have around repurposing is that someone's going to know. Someone's going to remember. I guarantee you they're not. If anything, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I've heard you say this before, or I've heard you talk about this before, but they're not going to remember that it was that exact thing unless you tell them, right? So typically when I'm repurposing something like a, a podcast or like a video or something, I will do a newer intro that kind of sets it up and says, this was recorded at this time, this really relevant for these reasons. I wanted to make sure that you had a chance to listen to it if you haven't listened to it before or if you need a refresher. All right. So, you know, unless you tell them in that way, nobody's going to know. Nobody is going to know. And I think it's so funny because we get really fearful that like rep our audience is going to know if we're repeating ourselves or if we're saying the same thing over and over again. Well, number one, we know repetition is key and it's so important in marketing and messaging. You should be repeating yourself. You should be saying the same things over and over again. I say and have been saying the same things about branding since 2016, and yet new people are discovering it and individuals are hearing new things for the first time that they might have missed before. But also, I don't even remember what I've created sometimes. So we get really in our head about repurposing content and reusing a social media post or reusing an old blog or an old email. But sometimes I'll even go through it. I'm like, huh, I said that. That was really great. <laughs> you know? So like, how do we expect other people to remember all of our content if we can't even remember our own? All right? So let's just let that fear go because this is doing this is a service to you and your audience, right? This is allowing you to do what you need on a personal level. Uh, you know, eh, planning for the next year, going inward, spending time with family, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's just a crazy busy holiday season. You've got a lot of things going on personally that you need to be available for. 
So you don't have all this extra time to maybe create content. Maybe you got to you got to kind of balance it out a little bit where your personal life is going to take a little bit more of your time and energy and you got to you know peel back a few layers of the business in order to do that. Totally get it. This is what happens seasonally. But also, it's a service to your audience because you're still showing up, you're still building trust with them. You're still providing high value because we know that this stuff works. I'm going to share with you how you find out and you're still, you know, growing your business and moving your business forward. It's a freaking win-win. All right. So the first thing that I love to do is I like to go and make those data-driven decisions. This is something I talk about a lot at Brand Mary, where, you know, yes, there are emotional decisions that you are making in your business. How does this make me feel? Um, Is this something that I'm really passionate about? You know, do I still love this product or service that I'm offering? Those different things. But there's so much data at our fingertips that when it comes to marketing, what's working, what's not working, we can really just look at the numbers and that can tell us, you know, where we can focus our energy and attention. In addition, it can tell us what has performed well in the past that will most likely perform well again. So a few of the things that I really look for when making these data-driven decisions is I go into all of my analytics for my different content. So Recently, I shared an episode on focus as an entrepreneur, and I talked more about looking at the ROI of different aspects of your business. So for instance, this podcast, we use Libsyn. Libsyn is a a program that you upload your podcast to, and then it basically pushes it out to the different platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Embed Code for my blog, all different platforms you get to choose. And they give me amazing analytics. So how many people tune in every week? Um, What are our downloads over 30, 60, 90 days? Which episodes have been the most popular? All of those different things. And so by looking at that information, we were able to see that this podcast gets way more listens and views than my YouTube does. And this podcast takes way less time and energy for me to create and my team to create than a YouTube video does. So that's just an example of like looking at the data. If I was looking for specific episodes to repurpose, I would look at which episodes have done really well in the past. Hint, hint, I will be repurposing a few of them (laughs) in December. Um, And then, you know, getting that content, downloading that specific episode, recording a new intro for it to set it up because it was probably recorded a previous year. Maybe I said different numbers or different stats. So I always like to give that, you know, specific intro and outro and and get that scheduled. In addition, I might look for podcasts that I've recorded that are relevant. So maybe they weren't necessarily my highest performing podcast, but maybe I have a bunch of episodes on planning that I want to re-release because this is the time of year where planning is important. Maybe you are in the fitness maybe you are in the fitness and wellness space and you have some episodes on seasonal gut health or how to stay healthy during the holidays or how to balance your hormones during the holidays or different things like that, how to avoid sugar, you know, and you want to re-release those types of episodes. This is a great time to do that. So looking at the data and the analytics that are available to you for your podcast, um, you can also do this from a YouTube perspective. Now, I don't necessarily recommend that you re-release a YouTube video, but how could you take that YouTube video and break it up into shorter videos? Maybe you release them as YouTube shorts or you release them on Instagram Reels or TikTok, uh, Pinterest idea pens. Rather than recreating a bunch of new content, how can you take content that you already have? 
and break that up and release that during this period. Another thing that I really love to utilize, as many of you know, is Pinterest. So Pinterest is one of my favorite platforms uh, that we use at Brand Mary from a marketing standpoint. And Pinterest has trends that you can find. Like they will tell you what these trends are. So you can actually go uh, Google Pinterest trends and Pinterest will show you like what is trending upward, what are different things that people are searching for. They even have a yearly report where they say, hey, in October, November, people start pinning these things. So September, October, people start holiday planning on Pinterest. So everyone's looking up holiday planning type of stuff, meals, recipes, all that, health, wellness, all that kind of stuff. And around October, November, a lot of people start pinning things for planning in the new year, habits, um, routines. That's something that I talk a lot about. So we will refresh old pin graphics. So rather than you know having to create new content to then have new content go out on Pinterest, we will look and see what's trending, what's working, and we'll make sure that we we create new graphics, we refresh those new graphics for Pinterest related to those topics. So a lot of platforms that have SEO data, Pinterest obviously being one of my favorite ones, they have this information available for you and you can really use that in your planning. And it doesn't mean you have to create anything new. You can utilize an old blog post. Maybe you have an old YouTube video where you talk about um, you know, routines, setting up a routine. And you're not going to re-record that YouTube video. You don't need to. Just put out pins, new updated pins that you create in Canva that are sending people to the exact same YouTube video. This has always been really powerful. And this is one of the reasons I love repurposing because it goes back to the longevity of your content. It's so easy to create content, release it once, and then not talk about it again. But People are busy and they're doing a million things in their lives and they might have missed an episode or a video or a blog that was really relevant to them. If you don't reshare that, they're not going to see it. So we always find that we get a ton of clicks when we reshare content. One of my favorite tools for entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurs who don't want a bunch of different programs that they have to link together and deal with all the tech. I am talking about one of my favorite programs, one that I have been using in my business since 2017, and that is Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one platform for entrepreneurs. You can do your email marketing, your landing pages, your website, your blogs, your payment processing, hosting your courses and memberships, and so much more. Personally, I use it for all of my courses and group programs, not only as a way to store all of the information that's relevant to my clients, but also as a way to communicate with them weekly via email marketing, handle all their payments, and run analytics. It is such an amazing tool for entrepreneurs, which is why I'm so excited to be able to offer you a 30-day free trial. If you want to test out Kajabi, see how it works with your business, or maybe even some of your future goals, head to brandmary.com slash Kajabi. That's brandmary.com slash Kajabi. And when you join through my special link that I have just for you with a 30-day free trial, you will also receive my task management toolkit once you become a customer of Kajabi. So a special little bonus for you, head to brandmary.com slash Kajabi now to test it out. Speaking of resharing content, your email list. So if you're like me, this time of year, I'm not like, again, I'm not like in the mood to like write out these really long emails and, you know, think of new things. I'm not clever. <laughs> it's just like, it just doesn't work. 
but I want to show up for my community. I've been emailing my list two to three times a week since the beginning of my business. And that is something that I'm very consistent with and I love it and it's important to me. And so during this time, because I'm not feeling really motivated to create new content, I'm not feeling super motivated to write new stuff, like it might happen periodically, what I'll do is I'll go back and I'll reshare old YouTube videos, podcasts, blogs, right? How many blogs do you maybe have on your site that are so old but so relevant that you could go in, freshen up a little bit, and send it to your email list? This is a double whammy for you because, number one, Google loves when you – uh, you know, update content. So they love when you go back into an old blog post and you update it and you make it more relevant. Maybe you add some links to it. You link to another blog that you've created since then. You update um, the intro paragraph. You know what I mean? Like you're keeping it. It's fresh content. Uh, Google loves that. So that's number one. That's helping you with, you know, your ranking on Google. And then number two is you're driving more traffic to your website, which is, of course, important. And you've just shared a resource that you didn't have to rewrite. You didn't have to go through the whole process. You just got to go refresh it if you even needed to and sent out an email. Take it a freaking step further and just reuse the email you sent previously with your blog post. I do that all the time. <laughs> so I'll also go in and look at some of my top performing performing emails and see, okay, what was that content that my audience really liked? Let me just resend that. Let me change the subject line, change a few things in the email, and resend the link to YouTube, to the podcast, to um, to the blog. And this is something that I have done over and over and over again every single year around this time. Another thing that you can do is create guides. So I actually did this this summer when um, I took a break from my content creation this summer, which was unexpected. I was not planning on doing it, but I used this exact same strategy. And so because I wasn't creating new YouTube videos or even recording new podcasts, but knew that I wanted to continuously put content out there for my audience, I would send an email that was more of a guide. So I would share time management tips inside. And it was four different time management or planning videos that I wanted to make sure my audience knew existed on my YouTube channel. And so I wrote a little intro. I put the title of each YouTube video with a link to go watch the video. I did this for branding. I did this for uh, time management. I did this on marketing. I did this for messaging. I think I even did it for content creation. I created these five guides. And then what we did is we actually took that email and just put it on my blog. So then I had a new blog. I had a new blog with all of these different links um, to, to pre-existing content. And so this idea that we constantly have to create something new is just, it's bullshit. <laughs> we don't have to do that. And if you're going through a season where you are wanting to still show up, you know you need to still show up. You're not wanting to stall your growth, but you're also wanting to take a little bit more time for yourself to be with your family, um, then... This is a fantastic strategy and it's so easy to do. So I really challenge you to sit down, maybe give yourself 30 to 45 minutes, go through some of your emails, look for high open rates and click-through rates, um, go through your website analytics, see which blogs have gotten the most traffic this year, go through your YouTube videos or your podcast videos if you have, or podcast um 
episodes, if you have those analytics, again, looking at, you know, what has gotten the most downloads, the most views, or what is relevant, like just looking at all of that content from a relevancy standpoint as we approach the end of the year and early beginning of, of next year, those trends are always the same every single year. There's a reason why Pinterest can be really they can predict those things because that's what the data shows us every year. So really think about what people are considering, especially your ideal customer this time of year, what's important to them and what they're going to be searching for. Do you have old content that's relevant? Put it out there again. Refresh it. Put it back out on Pinterest, whatever platforms you're on. You can also do this on social media. So I don't talk a lot about social media specifically as a main marketing platform um, at Brand Mary. This last week was a great example of that, actually. I was one, if you didn't hear, there were um, a, millions of people who got a notification when they logged into Instagram that said their account had been suspended. There were also millions of people who lost followers, and it was a glitch with Instagram. And so I lost my account access for, I think it was like eight hours, maybe something like that. Like my husband couldn't even see my account. It didn't exist. Um, and I didn't panic because I don't grow my business on Instagram. I love Instagram as a tool. I think it's amazing, but it was just another reminder that we should not put all of our eggs in that basket because that could go, like your account could disappear tomorrow. And like, what are you going to do? This is why email marketing is so important. But if you are on Instagram, um, which I am, right, you can also repurpose old content. And there's a couple different things that I like to do when it comes to repurposing content on Instagram. So the first thing that I do is I go look at my insights and I see, you know, what are my – which of my posts got the highest impressions? And um, I do that from like a Reels standpoint as well as a um, – like a image. I'm trying to think static. Like, what is the word I'm looking for? A static post. So I look at both of those and which one's got like high shares, high saves, high comments, different things like that. Like whatever are markers for you in your business, that's what you want to look at. And then there's a couple different things that you can do. Um, one of the things that I like to do is I like to take that content, whatever the caption was, if there was a caption, and put it with a new photo done. Schedule it. Instagram post taken care of. I, didn't, I don't rewrite the caption. I just copy and paste. It's really easy to do this on a desktop. If you're ever wondering how you can do this, you can go on your desktop, go to Instagram and copy and paste that way. Um, and then I just add a new, you know, more relevant photo. In addition, you can share the exact same graphic. That's okay too. I always like to add something. I really like to look at my uh, Instagram as kind of like a timeline. And so I like to use like current photos. I just think it's very cool. And so that's important to me, but you could absolutely share it exactly as you did before. Same photo, same text. You can also just go back and just change one element, right? So maybe you change the graphic, maybe you kept kept the graphic, but you changed the call to action in in the piece of content. Maybe there was one, you know, sentence or two that you wanted to change out and make more relevant. Like you don't have to change the whole thing. Like I said, you could just post as is, or you can change just one element to it. When it comes to video content, um, there's a couple different things that you can do. One, you can try if it's like a reel or something to download that content, or if you have that content on your phone. Um, which is something that I talked about in my short form video episode where 
I will, you know, put the, I will record the content in Instagram for an Instagram reel, but then I will download it to my phone before I add captions and titles and anything to the video itself. So then I can repurpose that video on multiple platforms. So if you've done that, that makes it a lot easier. You can literally use that exact same video with maybe a different song and put different text on top. You don't have to re-record the video itself. You just choose a different audio and you just put different text on there. That's one way you can do it. Um, You can also look at that video and say, oh, this was a really great topic. People really love this. Let me just create a new video of the exact same topic. So one of the things that works really well for me is anytime I talk about brand storytelling or brand storytelling tips. And so if I'm in a place where I'm like, cannot think of anything clever to do, I'm like, great, I'll just do that. I know it performs well. I've looked at the analytics. Let me make a really quick video of, you know, four brand storytelling tips. So are there themes that tend to get you more views and comments and saves and different things like that, that you can just easily create some content around? As well as if you've been thinking about going onto a different platform, maybe now is a really good time to do that. So you might not be feeling the most creative, but let's say you've been creating all of these Instagram reels. Can you just start posting those on TikTok? I mean, obviously you need to download them. You need to remove the watermark. There are all those different things that you have to go through. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Or do you have all these videos that you can now start sharing on Pinterest idea pins? Do you have a reserve of content that you've created that you can now start working on another platform? So there's all these different ways to look at our, you know, pre-existing content that we already have that's just sitting there and drive more traffic to it, get more eyeballs on it. And what it's really doing is it's it's saving you time and energy during a time, during a season where you might need it. And this is not just reserved for the end of the year. This happens to be my end of the year trick that I've been doing for a few years now. But like I said, I also did that this summer when some things in life changed, um, something I talk about more in episode 50 on the podcast, and I took a break from new video and new podcast content, but I still showed up. I still made money. I still signed clients because I was reusing content that I had previously. One of the things that has really made this process a lot easier, and this is my number one bonus tip, aka a system that you want to get in place for the new year, is to have a log of your content. So we specifically have a spreadsheet that has every YouTube video, every podcast, and every blog inside of the spreadsheet. And so we indicate if it's a YouTube video, a podcast, or a blog, because a lot of our content does crossover. We have the title of that piece, and then we have a link to it. And so I don't have to go back through all of my I don't have to search on my website for blog posts that might be relevant. I can just go into the spreadsheet and search planning and it'll pull up all my planning blogs. So when it comes to repurposing bulk like this, when it comes to, you know, bringing old content to life, I highly recommend that you have some sort of log for your content. Now, I don't do this for social media. If you feel the need, that is fine with me. I mostly focus on it for my long-form content, so video, podcasts, and blogging. And I highly recommend that if you aren't already doing this, you start this routine as you head into the new year, and then maybe go back and backlog some of your old stuff if you've got a little bit of downtime 
we always take two weeks off um, between, you know, uh, Christmas for us and the new year. And so that's always a great time to kind of go in, play with some systems, you know, you're, you're doing behind the scenes stuff. Um, so that might be a really good time for you to do that. But this type of log is really helpful when it comes to repurposing your content. So I hope that this episode was really helpful for you in really thinking about simplifying your approach to running your business. Um, from a content perspective. And again, this is something that you can do at the end of the year and then carry into different seasons of your life next year as well. This time of the year, I'm always thinking about streamlining. How can I carry the things that I've learned this year into the next year? And so, you know, my systems, I've talked a lot about Kajabi on this platform. Kajabi is an amazing tool. You can get a 30-day free trial if you want to check it out, brandmary.com slash Kajabi. It's an all-in-one platform. Do you have too many platforms that you're trying to juggle and pay for? Maybe changing to an all-in-one. How is your content workflow going? Do you need to streamline it? How is your client CRM system going? Do you need to streamline it and create workflows there? You know, another tool that I love to use is called HoneyBook. This is the time of year where it's like I challenge myself to think like, ooh, how simple, how streamlined, how efficient can we be without exerting more energy on my part? <laughs> I'm laughing at myself while I'm saying it out loud. Oh, it's so funny. But it works like a charm. And I hope my end of the year trick helps you and supports you as you dive into the final two months of 2022. All right. Next week, I've got a really vulnerable episode for you. I hope that you'll tune in. I'm going to talk a little bit more about what do you do when you don't know what to do or what's next in business. So hopefully... I'll chat with you next week for episode 62. And until then, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B R A N D. M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.